Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving, saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I am colorblind. <laughs> Coffee black and egg white. Pull me out from inside. I am ready. I am ready. <laughs> I am ready. I am <gasps> fine. <laughs> Counting crows, you know what happens inside of my head. <laughs> Welcome to page seven, everybody. I'm Marcus Park. Um, I'm Molly Nethel. I am Jackie's. Whoa! I'm Jackie Zabrowski. I love you. I'm sorry. We talked at the same time because we're all over the place because we're fucking counting crows crazy. I have to stop listening to the Cruel Intentions soundtrack. <laughs> Who else is there on the Cruel Intentions soundtrack? You got your Bittersweet Symphony, which we know that Marcus hates. And I'm, fine with, I'm fine with Bittersweet Symphony. I thought you hated it. No, you're thinking of someone else. I'm fine with it. All right, you're fine with it. I mean, it's a great way because we watched Cruel Intentions last night for the Patreon. Natalie and I had like a girls night watching uh, Cruel Intentions, which is, you know, I probably should have watched it before uh, I put it on the list of people to choose from because uh, that movie is problematic. <laughs> in many, many ways. And it's not even just the brother-sister rubbies. It's more than that. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real, um, it's, it's, a, it's a, I, I would say coercion is the word that they would have used, or <laughs> cajoling, uh, yeah. sexual yeah, cajoling yeah, yeah. in the 90s. I feel that it was uh, a little more acceptable back then. And mm-hmm. that, on top of the fact that just Christine Baranski in the movie it's not the fact that Selma Blair, her daughter, wants to have sex with her teacher, who is older than she is, who, uh, because Selma Blair is, I'm going to assume, 15 or 16 in the movie. Mm. It's just the fact that he's black. That's what her problem is with it. And it's like things like that. Huh. That know, it was rough. a very different time in the late 90s, and yeah. I'm going to say worse in every way. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I remember watching uh, Varsity Blues a couple of years ago. Uh, it was on TV in an afternoon. It was on a whim. It's like, ah, oh, fuck it. I haven't seen this movie since high school. Let's check it out. And like one of the characters is like an admitted date rapist. And everyone's just like, oh, tweeter. <laughs> you, yeah. You're, oh, you're just, wow. You are just the living end, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Things, <laughs> things have been bad for a long time. And that wasn't that 
lot. I mean, that was like 98, 99. That's the thing. It's like, you know, when, when the yeah. shit that we were like, you know, young adults for, and then you look back and you're like, sweet mother of God. <laughs> Even Clueless, which is yeah. one of my favorite movies. After, recently, I was like in the like fog of like kind of coming out of like postpartum insanity I was like I just want to watch something really comforting can we watch Clueless and Gideon was like sure and we watched Clueless and that movie definitely still is like one of my favorite movies but there are just a couple of lines in there where it's like what's wrong with you you know about gay people or like Mm -hmm. uh, like I don't even remember what else but I was just like I am horrified by some of this like and 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 that's the best of the best (laughs) but it wasn't that long ago and no. it kind of blows my mind that it, it was like this the late 90s oh I guess at this point what is it almost 20 years I guess it, maybe I'm just getting old yeah it was 20 oh. the 1998 90, that was 20 years ago a lot Jesus can happen Christ. in 20 years yeah I guess I guess you're right <laughs> although it just really we are watching Pretty Little Liars right now and that's also pretty problematic and that's from like 2010 so I think that whilst a lot I think probably you could compare something from 2010 and 1998 and probably the 2010 thing would be better I think it took us a real long time I feel like it's been like the last six years that that people have been like we probably shouldn't have just like actual date rapist characters (laughs) you know and have everybody act like it's like totally cool yeah exactly no and that's the whole thing because I just remember all I remember from Cruel Intentions was that it was species spicy and that it was inappropriately species spicy which I feel probably you know fostered some kinks I have inside of my brain but that's a whole Mm -hmm. other conversation but it's like the whole time like the whole thing with Selma Blair and Ryan Felipe when uh, like he's giving her booze she doesn't realize she's getting boozed up and then he like essentially forces her to allow him to go down on her and the whole time she's like I didn't even know what he was doing <laughs> I just, which her whole character is also problematic where it's like if she doesn't know and like she doesn't even know what an orgasm is or is aware of what it is then you probably shouldn't be getting boozed up and eating out <laughs> you know you know, I never actually saw Cruel Intentions be- because, like, I think it was, like, correct me if I'm wrong, Jackie, but I remember that it came out, like, I think when I was, like, around sixth grade, and it was, like, I didn't have the autonomy yet to go see it on my own, and I think that it was one of those, I was, like, just young enough to be, like, that's a sex movie, but, like, <laughs> and I wanted to see it, but I think that I couldn't see it, and so yeah. it always has held this, like, almost, like, porn-like status in my head because of the age oh, I yeah. was when it came out. I get you. See, I was always, uh, rather than Cruel Intentions, I was more of a Wild Things boy. Ooh, Wild Things! Remind me <laughs> Is about that wild problematic, things? though? I have no, I mean, I have, I mean, I have since uh, gained extremely easy access to pornography, so I haven't really had a reason to return to Wild Things. But it's a movie with Denise Richardson and Nev Campbell, okay. uh, where they oh, do yeah. many spicy, spicy things. Uh-huh. Oh, it is. Is that the one with Matt Dillon in it as well? I think so. Ooh, all right. Yeah. I see. I um, also the other one in the same category for me was um, I know what you did last summer. Mm, yeah. Sexy. Was there a lot of make fuck in there? Wasn't there? Wasn't <laughs> again? I don't even think I saw it. It was just like a ooh, look at that sexy trailer for that movie that I'm seeing while I'm seeing probably pay it forward again. You know, like uh, whatever. Like I just remember it feeling. Sexy and forbidden. What was the name of that girl that was in that? And wasn't she in Can't Hardly Wait as well? Ooh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Is it Jennifer Love Hewitt? 
I know she's in both of those movies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah she had her moment. The that one was her from time. Party of Five. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. She's it, hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was super hot in both those movies. Is Can't Hardly Wait? No. The one... Um, uh, Ethan Embry! No. Uh, Seth Green. No. <laughs> um, uh, the red-haired girl from no, Six Feet Under. No. <laughs> Barry Manilow! Barry Manilow! <laughs> Drive Me Crazy, the rom-com with Clarissa. Melissa all, Joan, Melissa Joan Hart. Hart. Thank you. And Adrian Grenier from... Grenier. Um, Entourage. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I saw him in anything. And Jesus... Lord, is he a handsome man? And <laughs> drive me crazy <laughs> was not even a sexy movie, but that was like he is probably the sexiest person from the late nineties. Yeah, speaking of movies of that time, and speaking of can't hardly wait, I did recently watch that. Surprisingly, still lighthearted and okay. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just like it was then. Lighthearted <laughs> and okay. And okay. I see. I loved can't hardly wait. And I also recently rewatched it. I thought it held up fantastically. Yeah, it's a really fun late 90s, like, teen romp. Yeah, I would watch Can't Hardly yeah. Wait. I would also watch She's All That, although I'm certain. It didn't even hold up then. I'm certain <laughs> that it would not hold up now. But I would. I just want to, I, I remember, even at the time, looking at Freddie Prince Jr. and being like, you don't deserve to be famous. Mm. Neck is too big. Yeah. <laughs> He's a bit of a dud. Yeah. See, and then that's why Natalie and I were thrown down yesterday because um she's against she's anti Julia Styles. Which oh, I understand. No. No. I <laughs> see she was saying as someone that was she's like, I was like the punky goth girl in high school, so everyone just assumed I was bad. And it's like that doesn't mean that you're bad just because you're a little bit punky and you're kind of just like, No, I'm not gonna go to the prom and that kind of shit. But at the same time, she did get to fuck primo Heath Ledger in Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah, True. Julia Stiles See, is the hottest and most tolerable of all of the female characters we got in the late nineties, although I understand from Natalie's point of view, sometimes you hate that with which you identify. Yeah. It's the same reason why I hated Lisa yeah. Simpson as a child. Because <laughs> it was too close <laughs> to my own personality. So she might hate Julia Stiles because it was like people were always like, oh, you're like, you're like Kat from 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. That and Save the Last Dance, apparently, which I guess none of the people are actual dancers, but the dude that plays the cello teacher in Cruel Intentions is the guy from Save the Last Dance, because I kept being like, who is, like, what is he from? I also remember that he was in O, which I remember also to be a very specie spicy movie with beatleized Josh Hartnett. And wasn't Julia Stiles also in O? Didn't Maybe. she play the Desdemona stand-in? Because, you know, it was a retelling of Othello and all that. I think Othello. she was the Desdemona. Oh, it's very positive. I haven't seen that one since high school. Josh Hartnett is another sure. person who I always thought was very overrated. When I saw Armageddon, I was like, this man's boring. Yeah. That whole movie yeah, was, was very <laughs> That movie was trash. Wait, but was he in Armageddon or was he in Deep Impact? I'm sorry, I didn't mean Armageddon. I mean um, Pearl Harbor. Ah. How embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> different, different crafts. Aircrafts. Although I am taking this problematic stance back because I don't think that I don't think he was an O. I was thinking of Mackay Pfeiffer. Who? Which Mackay Pfeiffer? I wouldn't kick him out of my bed because I was thinking of ER. He was hot in ER. Oh. That's a whole. This is a whole other. Yeah, I know right. Who you're Remember Mackay Pfeiffer? Yes. yes. But these are all things I've not seen in about 20, 25 years. So yeah, my brain, my brain don't work the way it used to anymore. I often think Have I, about going I'm back. Just getting dumber, you know. <laughs> 
I often fantasize about going back and watching ER from the beginning. Not the whole thing, but the first maybe eight years. You can do that. It exists, right? Oh, yeah, easily. I, has anybody yet? It's all on that? Hulu. Did anyone recommend it? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'm sure it's nice. I was a real ER kid. Like, like that was like oh, a yeah. formative television show in my childhood. Well, same, especially now it makes me think of Dr. Kovach on ER because I think that he is a hachi-machi daddy for all time. And um, But now we're entering into October season, and it's time to watch my yearly watching of Practical Magic. <laughs> oh, you would be, you'd love this. Here in New York, they're doing a uh, screening of Practical Magic at Alamo. No, they're not. Yeah, hell, they might be doing it out in L.A. too. You should check. Oh, my God, I want to go! <laughs> You know, with all our free time in October yeah. <laughs> that we have. I definitely have a resolution married. this year to, last few years I've had resolutions to watch more like good classic scary movies. I watched Scream again. I watched Halloween for the first time. Nice. And really enjoyed it last year. And I have not, I don't think, rewatched The Craft in at least five years and I feel like I really, really want to re-watch The Craft. Although maybe that'll be our October movie, Jackie. Yeah! I mean, I think that The Craft is definitely up there with things that we should watch, as well as Hocus Pocus. And if you have not seen Practical Magic in a minute, I uh, highly recommend it. I haven't seen Practical Magic. Yeah, but speaking <gasps> of The Craft, I remember when I was a kid, my brothers, my mom t made them take me to town with them, back up to Abilene. They brought a couple of girls... They had to go see the craft with the girls and make out. I got to go see Twister. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they like shuffled me off to another movie. I wanted to go see Twister. <laughs> Good for you. That's a half glass full reaction, and I appreciate you, Marcus. Oh yes. That's maybe that explains your relationship with Twister. <laughs> Which is abnormally close. <laughs> it is an extremely close relationship, yes. I do want to throw this out. This is not a movie for you, Molly, but Marcus, have you seen Incident in a Ghost Land yet? No, not yet. It's a great new scary movie, and I believe that it's on Shudder. I think that's how Henry and I watched it. And I it gave me um it actually gave me nightmares. Nice. I've been yeah, looking for And I haven't had a movie nightmares. that really uh sh like shook me like that in a minute. But um, even that one with, So did uh, Mandy though. What was but, that one you, know. you just talked about a few weeks ago with the guy from um with Coyote from Grace and Frankie? Ethan Embry, who's also in Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> He's Devil's Candy. Devil's Candy. Ethan Embry, he was the main guy, right? Mm, yeah. Oh, my God. Been looking at him now. I know we've already gone down this Ethan Embry hole, but good gravy. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, ever since you b mentioned Bittersweet Symphony, like it started getting me think about the Verve, and then that made me yeah. start thinking about the Verve pipe, and that made me think about the other day when me and Carolina were driving around, and uh, we heard... Freshman. Only die for the sins. We were only freshmen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we baby. Only freshmen. <laughs> I feel like that was sung to me recently. Why would somebody <laughs> sing that to me recently? But it feels very, like, fresh in my mind. Yeah, right? I, I hadn't heard that song in probably 15 years. And really? Yeah, and then just say, We were only freshmen. Freshmen. <laughs> I remember what I... <laughs> I cannot remember <laughs> what made us think that 
we were wise, and we never compromised. For the love of me, me, I cannot believe never die for these sins. We were only fresh friends, man. <laughs> the uh, I love that song, and you know what? I still unabashedly love that song. That's a great song. I'm embarrassed because on my way here, I was like, "Oh, let's see what the Spotify algorithm thinks I should listen to." Yeah. And it thinks I should listen to the Vitamin C graduation song, <laughs> which totally Aww. illustrates the type of music that I listen to on Spotify. Not exclusively the type of music I listen to, but I listen to like a lot of like my wedding playlist and other just like fun classic jams yeah. and sentimental music on Spotify and so it's like you probably want to walk down the street singing as we go on <laughs> we, remember, we remember man all the times we had together, together. Man. Oh, so moving. I have cried to that song before. Same. Even though when I was actually in high school, I was like the kind of dick that was like, this song's stupid. And now, you know, fast forward and I'm like. Yeah, wait a minute. Neither one of you were even in high school when that song came out. It was still our high school song. Between yeah, that, that song and the, uh, the Eve 6 song. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've been re-listening to Horoscope a lot and I worried about my brain. The Eve 6 song, what, Inside Out? Here's to the night. No. Here's to the nights we felt alive. Here's to the tears you knew you'd cry. You know that song? I've never heard that song. You might know it if you heard it. I, I think it's more whiny than the way I'm singing it. <laughs> but you know what? Night. Yeah, and it might have you might have just missed it, but I don't think so because I've heard John talk about the Eve Six song, and he and he are the same age. Yeah, maybe I don't know because like when I hit 2001, when I graduated from high school, like all of the ways that I could absorb like pop music in any way and like pop rock music went away completely. Oh yeah, from the years I was in college, 2004 to 2008, like I went into just a, I mean I listened to great music but I went into like a, you know, magnetic fields hole and came right. out and like I don't know what was popular during that entire time except for From the Window to the Wall and <laughs> Remix to Ignition and hey ya. No, Molly, why did you do it? <laughs> why did you say remix to Ignition? Why would you put me in this hell again? You did it this morning no. when we were watching PLL and she was trying to get her key in the Ignition. You didn't even do it on purpose, but it was she was trying to get her key in the Ignition and I was just like... In my head, and I couldn't. No, and we can't uh, sing that song anymore. We can't put it on our mixes because our Kelly is very bad. But it's yeah, it's like it's like uh you know it's like a sentence that you have to finish. It's like if I fucking hear the word ignition, I have to do the whole thing. But, I, but, but it, at the meanwhile, it has to be burned because R. Kelly is so bad. No. But it is so ingrained in my head, I can't get it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that's also where. Except I assume that DMX went to jail for something worse, but it was just tax fraud. But I don't know if you guys watched the new Creed two trailer that came out today. But uh, DMX, I was listening to it earlier, and Henry was in the studio, and he goes, is that DMX? DMX <laughs> is back? And I was like, do you love DMX? He's like, I fucking loved DMX. Didn't know that about my brother. Actually, I, I kind of love DMX as well. DMX is Yeah, I mean, great. I get it. Yeah, I get it too. Uh, so now uh, DMX is back. He's out of jail, and he is, uh, his new song is in the, uh, I don't know if it's a new song, but it's in the Creed 2 trailer, which looks... Awesome. Creed Two looks fucking great. Yeah, I'll yeah, bet that's gonna be real good. Yeah, yeah, and it, you know, and I'm not giving away any spoilers here. It's in the trailer, but uh, Creed Two 
Who does he fight? Because you know he's Apollo Creed's son. Uh huh. Guess whose son he fucking fights? Rocky's son. I will break you. He fights Ivan Drago's son. He, yeah, the baby. The son of the man who killed his father. Oh, dude, it's gonna be <laughs> awesome. As you look hell. so super excited. You I'm never like, see Rocky Four? I have the the original Rocky franchise is like a. It's kind of like a. I think I saw them when I was like eight to ten. You know, it's just kind of like a memory. I got gotcha. like a distant childhood. I will throw it out there. I believe it was last summer that I watched all of the Rockies in a couple of weeks. And you know I don't give an H about a sport, but I love the Rocky franchise. I love everything about it, even like especially the fourth one everyone gives shit to, but you know what? It's amazing. It's great. It's inspirational. The fourth one is still good? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's good in the way that movies like that are good. Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not an Academy Award winner, but it's fun. No. It's fun. It's meant to be fun, and it accomplishes its mission completely. If there's a robot in it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even picture that <laughs> yeah, there's It's a also very pro-America Which is a lot of fun You're just like put down the Russians Yeah, yeah that was the time Yeah it's super Cold War propaganda uh-huh. but, in the, but the most fun Cold War propaganda That I've ever seen Sylvester Stallone really had a Cold War propaganda thing going on He had some opinions Between that <laughs> and um, Rambo right mm, Yeah Rambo I think Cobra Was all about that <laughs> Party at Kitty and Studs had no political affiliation. Um, wait, t- we don't have to go down this tangent, but I'm just curious. Uh, speaking of Cold War, have you guys, either of y'all, watched The Americans? No. Jackie? No. Because there's a lot of fuckworthy people in it, and I want to discuss them. One of them is Felicity. Ooh. Carrie oh. Russell. Really? Carrie Russell's back? Oh, yeah. And she looks fantastic. Well, they just won a bunch of Emmys, too, right? I mean, that's why I started watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, because I finally was like, all right, let me just give it a shot, and now I am done with the whole first season, because that's what I do with my life, and you know what? It's delightful, And um, but I will give the Americans a shot. Where are you watching? What is it? It's like, isn't it like six seasons deep? Yeah, it is. It's on Amazon, um, and it's on Amazon, and it... Uh, the the guy from this is not exciting at all but um the guy from the truman show the like friend from the truman show yeah you don't understand how that guy weasels his look into your brain until you're watching the americans and you're like i know that guy what is he from and you look up his imdb page and you realize you only know him from the truman show and apparently you'll never forget his face but he's there and i don't know the name of the actor who's like the main guy but i really want to sleep with him and it's confusing me because he has really 80s hair you would like him jackie he has like paul riser hair because it's set in the early 80s but i'm finding him extremely attractive yeah i totally know this guy yeah the truman show guy oh matthew reese the main dude no noah emmerich that's the Truman Show guy. But uh, the oh, main okay. guy, um, I'm not sure his name. His The, the character's name is uh, is Philip. He's the husband to Carrie Russell's Felicity. You know what? There's something I find very, very sexy about the name Philip. I think anyone that has like a full name like that, like a Stephen or Philip or Rodrigo, you know, I want to have sex with anyone that has a full name like that. I like a full name. Mm. William. Mm, yeah, Rodrigo. <laughs> I don't know why I'm stuck on Rodrigo now, but in my mind, whoever Rodrigo is out there, I feel like uh, he could jump on it. I can see one guy out there listening named Rodrigo going, 
Me? Finally. <laughs> it's you. If you're listening, Rodrigo, I want you and I need you. And I welcome you with open arms into my life. When you're looking for a brush, you must quip it. If you don't know what to choose, you must quip it. Now quip it. In your mouth. On your teeth. Get them clean. When you're thinking about whipping it, and Devo was actually not talking about sadomasochism, maybe give it a quipping instead. Your teethies don't want a tongue lashing. They want a brush slapping. And that's where Quip comes in. For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. The same kind of vibrations you get with a good nighttime whipping on your bunzos, except in your mouth. And instead of making you a bad, dirty girl, it makes you a bad, clean girl instead. Someone make me a sex educator already. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist's recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Because you can't just slap at one part of your hiney. You gotta hit both sides of your hiney or else you're off buttons and everyone likes an even keel sexual consensual bruiseabouts. Quip's subscription plans are for your convenience and your health. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist's recommended schedule every three months for just five bucks, including free shipping worldwide. I know this is a silly thing to mention, but I really love that they send their own batteries. I know that's silly, but I love it. You ain't got to charge your mister, which is also something I dig about Mr. Steven, my vibrator. I ain't want a cord. I just want to get juiced. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel, which is perfect for me because, Lord, I was born a rambling woman, and I need clean teeth when I cross the Alps looking to saddle up my horse daddy. And everyone loves Quip, the way they dig a Devo-esque saddle-me-down paw-paw. They were on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time's Best Inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. I'm pretty sure my joke rambles on this one don't make any sense. I blame my head cold. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists, and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every day. Daddy me up, Devo Daddy. Quip starts at just 25 bucks, and if you go to getquip.com slash page seven right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with the Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash page seven. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash page seven. You must quip it. But I will start watching the Americans. I'm down. Is it, a, is it too political? No. I don't really know or is anything political, about the like Cold how War? West Wing is political. It's like uh, I don't think it's as schmaltzy as West Wing, but no, you don't have to know anything about the Cold War. It's just like schmaltzy. fun spies. It's spy fun spies. Ouch, schmaltzy! Isn't West Wing really schmaltzy? Eh, I wouldn't call uh, it Ernest. Schmaltzy. Ernest, yeah, yeah it has it's... like a belief in the system. Yeah, <laughs> which I am a skeptical of. Yeah, we're all pretty skeptical of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. didn't I mean, age yeah. well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know, you don't have to care about politics. It's just like a, ooh, they're spies. They're decoding things. You know, <laughs> I'm definitely not believing in the system right now because Whoopi Goldberg came out. She's been trying to get Sister Act three to be made, and it's not. They're going to do a reboot of Sister Act. 
And I believe it will not have Whoopi Goldberg in it. And what's the goddamn point? How am I supposed to get back in the habit if fucking <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg isn't in it? Does that mean no Kathina Jimmy? Because I love Kathina Jimmy and my whole life is based around trying to become Kathina Jimmy. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. I was on a flight with Kathina Jimmy a few weeks ago. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? How did you forget to tell me? I don't know. We were uh, we were on our way back from uh, Comic-Con, and I think she was doing a thing at Comic-Con, so she was flying <gasps> back to New York, and we were all on the same flight together. Did you blow her a kiss? I did not blow her a kiss, no. I, did you say that Jackie wants to be you? Uh, I did not did acknowledge what? her existence. <laughs> Jackie Ni- wants to be you? <laughs> Neither did she acknowledge mine. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that's fine. But maybe, um, you know, maybe Kathy and Jimmy will be alive and well at our uh, at what we're going to be doing at the end of October. This this is possibly uh, the most surreal thing that's happened to uh, to any of us in our lives. But yep. we have all been invited. And this is serious. <laughs> We've all been invited to Heidi Klum's Halloween party. Oh my, I almost threw up yesterday. <laughs> I really, like, I thought I was going to throw up. When Marcus told us that we all got invited, I, I was just like, I, I, it also brought up all of my anxiety disorders, every single piece of it, because I was like, I can't do that. I couldn't possibly do that. I can't go to Heidi Klum's Halloween party as I'm having like a panic attack about it. Then I realized like, you have to go. Figure it out, bitch. Get your fucking life together. Get to New York. You got a fucking Halloween party to go to. Yeah, I, I yeah. think the we, yeah, that's, that's different between me and y'all. Because like when I found out we were going, I said, "Oh, cool." Yeah, and I was. Just kind of I think I was somewhere in between. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, fun, Heidi Klum," and then I was like, "Oh Lord, I haven't had a good Halloween costume, like a really good Halloween costume, since Zombie Macklemore." And uh, as Marcus pointed out, that's not that topical anymore. So I'm going to have to come up with yeah. something really clever. And I don't feel like I'm clever anymore. So uh, my brain is, is too tired to be clever. and mm-hmm. I, I, I You got baby brain. I got baby brain. And so I'm a little, yeah. bit, uh, a little bit stressed about coming up with something clever. But I think that we are going to really rock this party. I think so. Well, you have baby brain. What do I blame my brain on? What's my <laughs> problem? Anxiety. Is it the drinking and the drugs? I'm not sure. I think drinking drugs and anxiety brain are something that we can all identify with. We can definitely all identify with. All three of us have definitely been in that spot at one point or another Certainly. to varying degrees. Yeah, I now I don't know what to do. What do we do? You guys, we need your help. Well, we know Marcus and Carolina have their costume. Oh, yeah, we're going as Mulder and Scully. We got that all worked out. You know, we even got, we already got our ID badges ordered and all that type of stuff, so we're good to go. So the question is, do Jackie and I figure out a couple's costume betwixt the two of us, or do we figure out couple's costumes that we each have with our actual couple per- person that complement each other or do Jackie and I divorce from one another and do (laughs) our own individual couples costumes I don't know I don't know what we can do see the problem is that like I find now I think that Halloween has a lot to do with my own kinks of like who do I want to have sex with you know it's like the one day a year that you get to is this part of why the Mulder and Scully thing if if it's not too much to ask hey it was her idea so you're gonna have to ask her but when she did suggest it wig and all I was quite Excited. I mean, many, right? many people 
between my age, I think, and Carolina's age, wanted to sleep with Fox Mulder. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That, no, no, no. that is certainly in the air. Oh, I'm gonna get a blowout and everything. I'm gonna get. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> hell yeah! Well, you guys have watched the Red Shoe Diaries. I never did have... watch the Red Shoe Diaries. I think I watched one episode because we didn't get the USA Network. Oh, Red Shoe Diaries is on Skinamax. Oh, and uh, oh, I'm thinking of is... Silk Stockings. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 which are very similar, except Red Shoe Diaries was the David Duchovny one that he was the host of, and he always wore trench coats, <laughs> and I, uh, I, I really was into it, but then after the whole, you know, it's like, can't really be into a man that wears trench coats really anymore, but you know what, I still find it sexy, it's, it's very detective-y. Mm-hmm, oh yeah, it'll be fun, we're gonna solve some mysteries. Yeah, that's gonna be good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, that's what... I was trying to go, uh, we were originally talking Ghostbusters costumes just because I would like to have sex with a Ghostbuster, but um, I feel like that's not cool enough for Heidi Klum's Halloween party. Yeah, not quite. It, it, it's And it's also like, it's a little, uh, Jackie, it's a little 2017, if you don't mind me saying. I know, I know, I'm <laughs> not, what do I do? What do we do? What I, do we do? Uh, I like to use, um, like you use it as an opportunity to think about who you want to fuck. I really uh, like doing male drag and I use Halloween as an opportunity to like dress awesomely as a man and I haven't had a really good drag uh, Halloween costume since I had to go to a Beyonce themed Halloween party called the Seance and I went (laughs) as the Beyonce song if I were a boy Mm. and so I really my problem is that sometimes my Halloween costumes are a little bit too conceptual and I don't want to spend Heidi Klum's Halloween party being like so here's my costume, and then just like explaining things <laughs> yeah. as famous people walk away from me. You yeah. know, you gotta oh, be able to tell. not gonna talk to any of us. I know, but I'm gonna oh, be talking to them. Oh, we're not going to be talking you know? to any of them. I'm gonna no, be like, no, no, no. no, we're gonna be hiding. I'm gonna be like, it's a pun, you know, and then as they're walking away, and I just don't wanna, I don't wanna be in that position. No, no we're gonna do what we do, have done at every party since the 10 of us became friends, is we're gonna hide in the corner and have our own party within yep. the party. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and hope that none of them talk to me because I'd probably throw up. although i will say that the amazing jennifer that invited us um we that uh she told me that jughead was there last year Mm -hmm. and i did promise her in my really professional email back was that i wasn't gonna try and kiss jughead and get kicked out of the party i promised (laughs) so i have to make sure not to try to make kiss. Maybe there will be a scenario where you are, uh, you pass him by and you end up, you know, just kind of chatting, introducing yourself. And then he says, Jackie, would you kiss me? And then I think that you can go against what you said in your email. I think I would ask him if I could ride on his motorcycle first. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get on the motorcycle, especially because we're talking about those 90s movies and I really want to rewatch Center Stage because that dude that looked like Eric Stoltz that rode the motorcycle, I was very into. Jackie, are you going to get permission from your um, honey to have a uh, Cole Sprouse, you know, exception? I have not asked. have you almost asked uh yeah i feel like you know i think that it would be different if it was like if i kissed paul riser you know i think he'd be fine with it but i think if i kissed a hot mid 20 something billionaire that i've had that i have a huge crush on i think that i don't think that's allowed can't do younger i get you yeah yeah, and not that he is saying that. I'm just assuming. 
I'll ask him. I'll let you guys know. I'll see where my kiss radars go to. <laughs> but you got to be prepared in, in case he wants to kiss you. You got to know what, what your uh, rules are. Where my, yeah, where my boundaries are. Not that he gives me boundaries. I choose my own goddamn boundaries. But also, <laughs> if I get to kiss Lily Reinhardt, I'll also take that as well. Hmm. Or Alice Cooper, because, man, does she keep posting pictures on Instagram of her upper thighs with the serpent's tattoos? And, man, is she tattooed. Mm, she's very tight. I am so October tenth, guys. October tenth. It's when That's it comes back. Back. Wow. Back, bitches. Wow. October tenth. Back soon. Oh wow. Yeah, the summer went by fast. Oh wow. Yeah, and we're not. And that's the thing, though, is that we're not going to be able to do Riverdale Roundup until the next week because that's the week of Henry's wedding. We're all going to be gone. Uh, oh God, you're right. Well, you might be. I, I'm going to watch it. When are you going to Florida? Are you going to be going after the Wednesday? Because it's on Wednesdays, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll. Do, oh, yeah, but it's on Wednesday. Yeah, so we'll have to wait till the following week. Yeah, but God we're all going to watch it. Ah, why is Henry getting married right <laughs> when Riverdale is coming out? <laughs> it's very inconsiderate of him. You know what else is premiering yeah. in October, which I'm excited about, and which Jackie, you, I'm pretty sure would absolutely hate. What? Dancing with the Stars Junior. <laughs> Junior. No brand new dance. It's my favorite genre. Oh, I did see that Honey Boo Boo was going to be on it. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that changes things. <laughs> Does it? I don't know. I don't think. I couldn't deal with Project Runway Junior. I certainly probably can't deal with Dancing with the Stars Junior. I'm very excited. I follow all of the kids. Well, not all of them. Some of the kids from So You Think You Can Dance, The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Some of them are going to be on the Dancing with the Stars Junior oh. because probably it's <laughs> oh. a small world. A professional yeah. child dancer. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. What I am excited about is A Star is Born is coming out next week. Yeah, I finally saw a trailer for that uh, the other night. It looks all right. I think it's going to be really great. Bradley Cooper just came out saying that he based his character off of Eddie Vedder. And Eddie Vedder's first piece of advice to him was, don't sing the music in the movie, which Bradley Cooper definitely did. So he did not listen. But what really intrigued me and where I am upset with myself is that A Star is Born is based on um, a... A musical that came out in 1976 with Barbara Streisand and Chris fucking Christofferson, which talk about my daddy of the week, Chris Christofferson. Oh, my God. That's granddaddy, though. Well, I mean, not even back then. I mean, Alice's Restaurant. I, uh, I mean, I, uh, oh, Alice doesn't live here anymore. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Alice's Restaurant. That's, uh, what's his name? Arlo Guthrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Thanksgiving song. Um. (laughs) I am really excited because uh, I think that I have to watch this version of it. I will lick Chris Christopherson from stick to rip. (laughs) I don't know what those spots are, but they are juicy. Well, this is the third A Star is Born. Yeah, because there's the one with Judy Garland, right? Janet Gaynor. What? (laughs) Say again? Janet Gaynor. Oh, so this is, so there's been four of them then. There's the Janet Gaynor, there's the Judy Garland with James Mason, and then there's the Barbara Streisand, Chris Christopherson one, and then there's the Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper one. So technically, you know, the story is old hat. And what (laughs) still kind of upsets me about the trailer 
is when Lady Gaga's like, no one that looks like me ever gets this kind of chance. Like, what are you talking about? You're fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. There, there's not, I mean, you're not. And I know that, like, she's also coming out now saying that she used to be bullied in high school and everything. And I do feel bad for her. But at the same time, I was also bullied. And I didn't look like that. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely didn't grow up into that, but I am going to watch the fuck out of it. Yeah, I wouldn't mind watching it on like a Saturday afternoon or something. I would watch that. I'm skeptical of like remakes of very classics, classics. I don't know why. Yeah. Makes me feel like a bit of a crank, but I am a little skeptical. But I do like the fact that it was all recorded when they sang together at Coachella. So it's like a live show that like a lot of their singing was taken from. And also Bradley Cooper has that daddy, daddy accent in it. And it just kind of made me think of The Wrestler. And then I go back into my, yes, you one trick pony in the field, so happy and free. Because you know what? Weirdly attracted. No, mom, I mean, I would. I shouldn't, but I am. You know what I mean? To Bradley Cooper? No, to the wrestler. Oh, to the wrestler. Oh, to Mickey Rourke? <laughs> to Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Kinda. Kinda. I'm going to give it a 25%. Okay. All right. I, I'm sorry. I know. I think that you should be proud of how um, will, how able to love you are. You know? You're really, Thank you. You're really able to want to fuck a lot of people. I feel like that's the nicest way to be called slutty I've ever been called in my life. <laughs> it's not even that you're slutty, it's that you're like thirst slutty. You're like you can you can you can thirst for so many people. Not that's, that there's anything that's wrong actually with being that's also another that's just an easy uh, like a nice way to say she has low standards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's definitely <laughs> maybe what it is. Cuz also speaking of low standards, Andrew Dice Clay is also in the movie. Um he beat out Robert De Niro and John Travolta oh. for Lady Gaga's father in the movie. And you know what? Don't say Nowadays, it. Nowadays, don't say it. <laughs> do not. The Dice Man. That's where I I'm going like to draw the yell line, that. though. Every he, time he makes you come, he yells the Dice Man, and I'm into it. Do not. You can fuck Mickey Rourke all you want, but please do not fuck the Dice Man. I don't know. Mickey Rourke's not all that great either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's not. Well, no, he's not. He, I mean, he is very sweet with his chihuahuas, though. Does he have chihuahuas? <laughs> oh, that's his whole thing. When he uh, was on the red carpet for the wrestler, he brought his chihuahuas along. And like he's got Aww. it in his contract where he has to have his chihuahuas around him at all times. That's nice. Oh, Molly, you're still against him? You want to really fuck with a bunch of chihuahuas in the bed yipping at you? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I don't. They're I, yippy I, No, dogs. you try to get the dogs out. It's you a- know, there's certain pictures of him that I would get into. There's a picture of him, if you look it up, if you look up Mickey Rourke and his family of little dogs, and it's the chihuahua is in a little pink sweater and is sitting on his lap, and it looks really, really cute. That's all. That's Mm. all I have to say. (laughs) Oh my God, there's pictures of the dog sitting on the table while he's eating, and the dogs are just trying to look, they're just looking at him. He is, you do have standards, interesting standards. (laughs) (laughs) I swear the man that I currently bed is very, very attractive. (laughs) I don't know how I got a, a really good one in real life, so I'll take it. I'll take whatever I can get. Just take it. <laughs> Again, low standards. I'll take it. But also, in, in other daddy news, did you see that Will Smith just turned 
50? 50? Yeah, man. Damn. Yeah. And he was bouncing the city where the heat is on all night on the beach till the break of dawn. But he wasn't in Miami. He was bungee jumping over the Grand Canyon. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, doesn't he, like, doesn't he require, like, a trailer that's, like, a full city block? Like, I think it's... Really? Yeah, I think it's in his contract where he has to have, like, a gym wherever he goes like yeah, when he's when he's filming like when they were filming uh what was it some movie here in uh new york city like that completely screwed up everything for filming in manhattan because they had to shut down streets just to make room for will smith's trailer that's how you get to look 50 that's how you that make this good. look good yeah yeah man because if that's what it takes i'll do it i don't even look that good at 31 you know i don't know what i'm doing wrong but he is killing it and apparently he was really scared of heights and so that's why he decided to bungee jump but um he said that he's still really really scared of mice and that's not something he's gonna tackle head on <laughs> <laughs> and oh you know i know that yeah. jaden smith and willow smith get a lot of um you know kind of head scratchy emojis because they're both kind of characters but Jaden Smith in the get down was really excellent yeah yeah and so I am gonna go ahead and say props to the whole Smith family sure well also they the recent picture that um that Jada Pinkett Smith and Willow and Jada Pinkett Smith's mother posted where it's like three generation of women without their shirts on just in athletic bras and they were all good gravy it's like three generations of tight attractive (laughs) women I think I'm allowed to say that about Willow Smith, right? Is she she's of age? Is she of age? Because that's what I was thinking. I was like, can I Google that? Uh, that's a good question. I feel like whip my hair back and forth was a long time ago. She was a kid then. She might be, but I think she was like now. twelve. Yeah, yeah. I think she might be a, an actual adult what? teen now. I mean, you know, an eighteen-year-old. All right, she's seventeen, but her birthday is Halloween, so we're close to saying it. We're, <laughs> we're kind of <laughs> odd. we're close. But man, there. Uh, but her, she's got the abs of a twenty-five-year-old. That's for sure. Jada Pinkett Smith is man fine as hell. Oh yeah, I remember her from Demon Knight. I remember her from Scream Two. That's oh, right. Oh yeah. Was she the one that got the uh, the knife yep. through the face? Yep. In the uh, toilet. Yeah, that was a good one. Yep. Oh, that was a good one. That was a species spicy one too, right? I mean, there's no. Uh, what's his name? Skeet Ulrich. Matthew wow. Lillard. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, I'm way more Skeet Ulrich, but you know. But Randy's there. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I forget how sexy Randy is and how much we all need Randy in our life. But I, you know what? And you say I have no standards. I know. That's where my standard is. I know. I got bad standards, too. That's a, yeah, no, but again, we're just Randy. open to love. Randy, baby. She's a stitch fix hero with clothes on her butt and also everywhere else on my body because if I'm getting arrested for indecent exposure, it's going to be for graveyard fornication. October's coming spooky spooky. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. 
Just go to stitchfix.com slash page seven and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. Now, I thought this was going to be fancy schmancy. And don't get me wrong, they also got fancy schmancy. Yes, I'm being real Fran Drescher right now. But I straight up told them I'm a meshed out trash rat. And they delivered with clothes that I not only want to wear, but also hot tights I can afford. You'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick five items to send right to your door. Now, I may be a stitch fix hero, but I'm a bit of a loser when it comes to knowing what's hot or not. And my gunt over at Stitch Fix is making me one bad looking woman. I ain't bad. Me's just drawn that way. You try on what they send you, pay for only what you love, and return the rest. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. Y'all, I straight up told Stitch Fix that I am mesh 2018-ing and that my brother was about to get married so I needed some real adult people clothes that didn't have the sleeves torn off or you could see my bra through or have profanities on them. Jesus, I am a uh, 14-year-old. But they sent me this bomb black jumpsuit that I never would have tried on in a thousand years. I got a long torso, so my genie quibbles like to come out and play hard. But I'm telling you, I look fly as buh in it, and it has pockets. They really pay attention to what you're into and deliver. I look like a real life woman for once. I'll post it on my Insta, I swear. I look like a sexy dinner ninja. Hiya! I hope I didn't scare you. There's no subscription required. You can sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get you fixed whenever you want. And no one will send you to rehab after this much needed fix. And no holes in your arms. Pluses abound. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only 20 bucks, which is applied toward anything you keep from your shipment. So I ended up getting my $100 jumpsuit for 80 bucks and I'ma be ninjaing all over the place and you'll never see me cause I'ma dapper my way from shadow to shadow. Get started now at stitchfix.com slash page seven and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all five items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash page seven to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash page seven. In other standards news, Sharon Osbourne. You know, how do we feel about Sharon Osbourne? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, she has that sh- that knockoff of the view, right? The talk. The talk, yeah. Yeah. She was just going on the other day about how um she only has sex with Ozzy uh on like birthdays or holidays and that all he wants to do is fuck. And then she even made the joke in it because a couple of years ago they split up and then they ended up getting back together and renewing their vows just because like he's always he's a, been a perennial cheater and then she even joked about it. she's like yeah maybe if i had sex with him more um he wouldn't cheat on me or like, the the line was no wonder he fiddles other people Ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah i'm on Ozzy's side on this one yeah i think that if you don't like to have sex and your partner does like to have sex you got to have that conversation yeah you got to have that conversation there's got to be a compromise or you get the fuck out of there yeah it's something that should be definitely discussed. And I really also don't like the phrase fiddling other people. Yeah, fiddling, because uh, that makes you think, like, fiddling all about, fiddling all about, fiddling all about. What is that from? The who, uh, Tommy. Oh, God. Fiddling yeah. all about. 
throwing it out there. Tommy doesn't hold up. How have you Just known? Saying. How have you known Holden McNeely for this long and not ever heard him say fiddling all about? I definitely figure. I thought it was a Holden phrase, the way, especially the way that you're like bunching up your arms like little raptor arms, like you're a little lizard. I figured it was a Holden thing. No, 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 no. It's a reference. Tommy doesn't hold up. No, Tommy doesn't hold up. I also was never a huge Tommy fan. Henry was like the biggest Tommy fan. So I think that like we both just watched it a lot as kids and it kind of made me hate it because he made me watch it all the time. Also, I'm not a huge fan of The Who. You know, I was a uh, fair to Midland fan of The Who and then I got to see him live and I became a much bigger fan of The Who. That's that's a nice that's a nice like really? origin story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you see them? Last year. Interesting. Yeah. So you're having like an adult renaissance of the Who? I wouldn't call it a renaissance. <laughs> I'd just say that I uh, enjoy them more now. You know, I would definitely wouldn't call it a renaissance. Fair. You know that's fine. I just remember them at the uh, at the Super Bowl, uh, which also. Maroon Five playing the Super Bowl. Oh, is that who it is? Yeah, man. Why yeah. do they pick boring people? Just Ugh. pick, you know, Beyonce or even Katy Perry. But don't pick Maroon Five. I just, it's not gonna, it's just not enough show. And I know that they, I think they put on good shows. I did just see recently that Millie Bobby Brown popped up on stage with them, was doing like a, the Cardi B rap um, from the girls like you and the girls like me, baby. You know, it's, I mean, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. I like that song. I'm fine with Maroon 5. I actually enjoy Maroon 5 just for like, Poppy Diddle's sake, but I think that it's just again with the Super Bowl. It's just like you need more. It's it's like a Coldplay again. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, who were we disappointed by last time? And it was Coldplay, right? Yeah. Well, we were kind of disappointed when Bruno when we knew Bruno Mars was gonna do it, and then he ended up doing a fine job. Yeah, he did. He yeah. did all right. He was fine. Uh, but really, I guess it seems like yeah. yeah. Since Beyonce, there hasn't really been anything like big. Yeah. You know, like it's been fine. There was Katy Perry did fine. And even then, like Beyonce's was like really only great because of the weird stills that people took from it. Like, <laughs> you know, when people like and then turn it into Photoshop, so like the Incredible Hulk and stuff like that. Like that's the best part of it. That's fun. Yeah, it's and then fun. she made it worse when she tried to get it off the internet. Something they call the Streisand effect. I do remember the stills. I remember loving the Beyonce performance, although I was also real drunk, but yeah. I do remember it being excellent. I remember the Katy Perry one being like, whatever, Left Shark, etc. Mm-hmm. It was 2014 or whatever the hell it was. And since then, it's just been like, I guess Bruno Mars. I mean, yeah, Bruno Mars, I kind of like enjoyed despite my, I'm, I'm like, in spite of myself, I'm like, okay, I guess you're a lot of fun, Bruno Mars. I get it. <laughs> but I'm not, I mean, maybe I'll feel that way about Maroon 5, but I just saw that and I was like, Really? Yeah, like it's a, a squonk. Yeah, it's a squonk. To, to me, it's a, it's a bit of a squonk. But, you know, I'll still watch it. And again, we will be drunk by the time halftime starts. And so it won't matter anyway about the ball games, et cetera, et cetera. But eh, I'll watch it, I guess. I want more pop. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess the last three years have kind of been unfortunate. Because the last year, remember it was uh, the, uh, what is it, JT? The Justin Timberlake oh, one. Oh yeah, and it was oh, like super that's boring. Right. It was super boring. And then before that was Lady Gaga, and that one was okay, fair to Midland. Don't remember if it. you even remember it. <laughs> I mean, I love Lady Gaga. But, I like you Lady know, Gaga yes. too. I just don't remember. I literally don't remember it. Yeah, and then before that was the Coldplay year. 
and then before Man, that... Man, was that three years ago? That Jesus was three Christ. years ago. Katy Perry, that was four years ago. That was 2014. I was right. Man, wow, I can't believe no, I haven't... that was 2015. That was three years oh, ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Bruno Mars, that was 2014. Yeah, Beyonce was 2013. Good Guys, year. we've been doing this for a while. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Because I remember talking about all of these on this show with you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. I, I think maybe the and first one we had together was the Madonna one, the uh, the Illuminati halftime show, which yes. was so fucking Oh, yeah, sweet. with the jisms. Yeah. Still yeah, my, that's all I remember from still it. Still my favorite of modern times. Yeah, I would take Madonna again. Mm-hmm. I just you just want you want it to be it's like a wedding playlist. You want it to just be like something that everybody knows and loves. And yeah. I don't feel like Maroon Five meets that standard. No, not at all. Well, they're bland. Yeah, I think they just they're going now. They're just going for bland. Yeah, something that no one's gonna feel weird about or complain about or anything. Just bland. Yeah, and also something that's not going to make any waves. No. You know that he's not going to go on and do anything controversial no. because he has too much to lose. Yeah. So I think that's really wo- more of what it is as well because Beyonce was able to get away with that stuff. And uh, and that was only, uh, what was it, four years ago you said? Mm-hmm. And they can't do that anymore. They just want it to be... A, they just want it to be simple. And I guess that's fine, but, you know, it's not going to make me bother to watch it. Now I'm just going to watch for the commercials. Yeah. And it's true. And I'm me okay well. with it. Yeah, I'm okay with that, too. Yeah. All right, it's time for the last. Yeah! Who's on the list? Marcus, go have that list. Celebrities who insured their body parts for millions. And we'd yeah, like to thank yeah. listener Samuel Ali, or Ali, or Ali. Let's go ahead and say both, just to be sure, for providing Hell this yeah. list. Hell yeah, Insuring baby! I did not look parts. at it, I promise. Interesting. No. Betty Davis insured her waist for $28,000. I would have thought you had said eyes Mm-mm. because of yeah. the song. Betty Davis eyes. Man, see, that's the thing. Is that something I think I need to do with my body? I'm going to start like measuring myself and be like, if I get any bigger than this, then I lose all this money. <laughs> you know, isn't that a way to keep your weight down? Is that something you're allowed to do? Or is that just like, um, like brain problematic? Eh, you know what? To each her own. Thank you. What does it mean to insure your waist? If something happens to them because they insure it because they consider it to be an integral part of their uh, performance Uh uh, and of their career. So if something happens to that body part, then they get a payout. For example, Dolly Parton's tits, $600,000. Wow. Damn. Go for her. Because even though she's still Dolly Parton, she'd still be able to sing. She thinks that she would lose enough cash by removing her breasts. That she gets six hundred thousand dollars. But like, but that's what sad. Happened? She's more than breasts. Oh, she is. Of course, she is. Yeah, we all know would she still is. Still see her and love her. Like, what does it just mean? Like, your waist gets wider, or does it mean like your waist is bisected in a truck accident or something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Yikes. really know because there's no details as far as what her what waist is. Uh-huh. I have no idea. But apparently it's only worth 28 grand, whatever. I'd like to insure my waist, you know, from five years ago. Mm. Am I right? Rihanna has her legs insured for a million. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Madonna's breasts, and this is insane compared to Dolly Parton's, hers are insured for two million. Yeah, those are just some standard breasts. Yeah. Very standard. Nice standard yeah. breasts. 
And also, when I think of Madonna, I don't think about her breasts. Like, Dolly Parton, yes, it's my, it's like the fifth thing I think about with Dolly Parton. But Madonna, it's, it's like all the kids jizzing on everybody at the Super Bowl. She looks like a skeleton. Um, the kids, the fact that she looks like a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. the sixth is her breasts. Well, the breasts, you just think of the cones, like the, the cone uh, bras, but yeah. not yeah. what's inside of them. You yeah. just think about the yeah. bra. Just ensure the bra. Yeah. And you know, what I've found is that a lot yeah. of uh, the ladies, that what they ensure most is their legs. Like Heidi Klum. <laughs> uh, Hell Jamie, yeah. I mean, Jamie she's Lee, got the legs for it, though. She does. Jamie Lee Curtis, Tina Turner. I mean, these are all pretty good legs. Mm-hmm. Kylie Minogue, uh, she insured her ass for five mil. I, I am not. I am unaware of Kylie Minogue's uh, ass measurements. Mm. <laughs> I didn't realize that was something I should be looking at. Do yourself a favor. Go back and watch Can't Get You Out of My Head. Watch that video one more time. She's on a horse. You got it. Or it's not a horse. It's like one of those Sibian machines or like a mechanical bull. It's been a long time, Ooh. but I remember her riding something. <laughs> Ooh. All right. I'll fucking watch the shit out of that. All right. It's time for Blind Night. Oh. Ah! We can't see them. Got two juicy ones for you today. Yeah. How juicy, how juicy, how juicy. Um, hmm, I would say, okay, three to four, not that juicy, but I would say on the fun scale, seven to eight. All right. Ooh, okay, all right, all right. I'm intrigued. You ever wonder if edibles and LSD are a good combination? They are not. Just ah. ask this alliterative A-plus list, mostly movie actor, who had to be locked in a room for six hours at the Telluride Film Festival just to keep him safe. Alliterative. Alliterative. Mm-hmm. Film actor. Mm-hmm. Who got all How old are we talking? Up. I would say he's probably in his mid-40s. Yeah, I think he's in his mid-40s. Give us a hint besides uh, alliterative. It's Ooh. It's two M's. Oh, <laughs> I keep wanting to I say just Michael immediately Moore. thought Michael Myers, <laughs> but he, yeah, oh, Michael okay. Myers. Well, that, who knows? Um, Matt Myth. Michael Moore. Matt, nope, that's not alliterative. I was going to say Matt Damon. Um, Who's known for the weed? Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. He couldn't handle his edible acid. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's disappointing, man. No, dude. I could not imagine that because edibles creep up on you like real fucked up. And like say you're on LSD, you're on acid, you're fucking peaking, and then that edible kicks in at the same time. I would Im- I could see myself getting locked in a room for six hours. Yeah, I guess you're right. And especially if he did it. We know that it's really a bad idea. Yeah, he'd be, <laughs> you know? he'd be talking about that, like that Lexus commercial or whatever. I just feel like he should. I just feel like this isn't his first rodeo. You yeah, know? I feel like he should be used to this. I think so, but on the other hand, he was all, also out and about. Uh-huh. He probably did it at home and then tried it out and about, which we're all, you know, former to current drug drug users here. Uh, yeah, you know, there's a huge difference. Between at home and out and about. For sure. And what you can handle at home is definitely different from what you can handle out and about. And also, he was at Telluride. Yeah. There is like an altitude difference there. He was probably all yeah. fucked up from the altitude. Oh, yeah. That's true. I mean, I got to say, though, the lasers at ELO were pretty on point. <laughs> <laughs> they exploded in my brain. <laughs> now, our other one today, this A-plus list, mostly movie actor, loves technology. What he didn't like 
was having to fork over a bunch of cash because his robot dogs attacked one of his housekeepers. Hint. Henry was in a movie with him. Ooh, Leonardo DiCaprio. He's got robot dogs. And they what? attacked his housekeeper. What? What? <laughs> Where? Like dog, what like house a, was like it in at? Black, like in a Black Mirror. Robot dogs. What? Yeah. Like Dude, those little ones you awesome. buy at Target? He I, probably has better ones than the one you get at Target. I would imagine that he has like really awesome robot dogs. What the shit? <laughs> oh my God. I would get robot dogs in a heartbeat. Wow. I want to see Wouldn't it. Wouldn't you? Yeah. I'd love to have a robot. I mean, Georgie would hate it, so I yeah. probably wouldn't be able to get it because Georgie is not a, like she is gets scared of like phones. So a robot yeah. dog she would not enjoy. I don't think. What does a robot dog have to offer that that you know that a regular dog doesn't, and that a regular robot doesn't? Like, why meet them there? Because it is a robot dog. And yeah, that is enough. You're like, I got two words for yeah, you. I, yeah, I got two words for your <laughs> argument, quote unquote argument. Robot dog. I guess I would take robot like dog. a robot purse, a robot modeled after a person before a robot modeled after a dog. I would think what I would think I would have the robot dog before the robot person. Really? Yeah. But also, then you can leave the robot dog at home, and you don't have to worry about traveling with the dog. But then you still get to have a dog. Yeah, yeah. and then you don't have to get up early and walk it. Am mm. I right? <laughs> Yeah, I, and you can put all the clothes on it you want because it's not going to be upset about getting clothes put on it because it's a robot. Yeah, but robot you don't have to worry dog. about but feeding will it, it. Will its soul be the same pure soul that a real dog provides? Robot dog. <laughs> I I think that, that it, there is your answer. There is your answer right there. I would say yes, and I also because it's like you know it's still going to probably cuddle the same. I think. It won't have the body heat, and that would be sad. Unless but you install it. That would be great. I would also want it to have, like, Wendy's smell. Oh, yeah. No, I love Georgie's smell. Yeah, I love the way Wendy smells. And sometimes I like it, because sometimes it's too much when she falls asleep on my chest when uh, we're snuggling, because then I wake up and I'm hot, and I don't want to pick her up <laughs> and wake her up, so then I'm just sitting on the bed just, like, sweating as she is, like, peacefully asleep on my chest. So a robot dog, you wouldn't have to worry about the heat conduction. Hmm. But why dog. did the robot dogs attack the maid? I do, maybe they didn't recognize her. Maybe he's got like a database of people that are like safe. Like don't attack this person, but attack anybody else. Maybe he got a new maid and forgot to put her face into the facial recognition software that's in the dog's eyes. Ew, in the do see that part of it scares me. Yeah. When you put everything in the dog's eyes and it's not from the dog's soul, it's from the dog's eyes, then it's scary. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's the artificial intelligence that scares me. Like, imagine a robot, like a dog with the intelligence of, like, the Facebook algorithm. You Ooh. know, like, that's terrifying. Robot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Just try and start selling me T-shirts. Yeah. Oh, it's scary. Then, yeah, they're going to start trying to sell me T-shirts, and it's like, are you a girl born in August that likes Stephen King movies and also has problems with your mother? And it's like, those are the kind of shirts that are trying to be sold. They try to sell them to me on Facebook. Do you get the, ever get the ads for the, that say, it's a Jackie thing? Because I get those ads all the time for T-shirts that say, it's a Molly thing. Oh, yeah. That's all we got time for today on page seven. We got to get out of here. But thanks, everyone, so much for listening. Thank you guys again for listening to us week after week. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at JackThatWorm. I'm Molly Neffel. I'm MJKLCat. 
Mark Sparks for everything. Hell yeah, and, and if you would like, go ahead and have a mosey on over down down to the patreon.com slash page7podcast. We are creating new content, and also this month, we are going to be watching scary movies, and I'm going to have a bunch of fun special guests all month in between my brother getting married and everyone yelling because we're all so stressed out. But it's going to be fantastic. <coughs> I got too excited I'm just like Tiny Tim Give me a little crutch I won't be at dinner next year I love you guys so much I'm too excited (laughs) (laughs) I'm just the Christmas goose (laughs) The goose mother The goose The goose (laughs) Oh my god we're gonna be watching that in December And I can't fucking wait I think you might like it Yeah Talk to you next week, guys. Goodbye, buddy. Bye. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.